Let's burn something. Two talk show hosts square off in epic battle. Sharif, Sharif, Rasulam. He can suck my. Yeah, I, I'm a loner, man. I don't like people. Let's burn something. So, if there's anything that you want to talk about, any kind of secrets or stories or bids, now's the time to put it on the table, okay? Let's burn something. guess we should do a new podcast since people are asking if we do one but then i was like wait a minute does that mean more than a couple people are listening to our podcast that can't be true man <laughs> more than a couple have told me hey when you doing another one yeah you know actually yeah i've had a couple people like when are we gonna do it i'm like i don't know whenever we stop being lazy just kidding we got stuff yep you're working on artwork like 24 7 anyway yeah i, I have no excuse i'm just lazy podcast Fuck art. I want to talk about metal. <laughs> that works for me. Because <laughs> I'm is... so over art and I'm so over bitching about art. I'm just over it all. I'm <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm just moving on. I'd rather talk about heavy metal. I've been so into heavy metal lately. I just like out of nowhere. I don't know what it was. I was like, you know what? I want to go back and really like listen to like the old heavy metal like iron maiden like the first yep. couple albums like first three four albums you know yeah and, no, i don't um, blame you and first like three albums of metallica the first three albums of like megadeth and the anthrax and just all all the really like heavy bands that from back in the day you know that i liked, like slayer i yeah. found so much slayer that i didn't even know was out there because now with Spotify, it's just like I'm. You're open to albums you didn't even know existed. Yeah, that's true. And you know what they else they do is like you listen to an album and then it cuts to like some other band that I think I don't yeah. know, similar or something. So all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, what they'll the like this? suggest shit. Yep, which yep, I kind of like, like but then too. sometimes I don't because <laughs> I kind of want to still be listening to say Slayer. Like just get to the next album. Yeah, like back in the day, I mean, the only thing we, I mean, back in the day. I remember way back in the day, used to if you wanted new music, in the back of magazines, you'd send a dollar, and they'd send you a, like a mixtape of like cr crazy bands. Right. And that's the first time I heard Metallica, Anthrax, Wasp. I'm trying um, to think where the uh, first time I heard Metallica was. I know it was grade school. Um, yeah, then I remember I had this crazy kid who lived next door. He was really in the heavy metal, and like it was the 80s, but like I was little. So I didn't really know what he was even talking about, but he was always talking about, you know, Iron Maiden. He always had Iron Maiden t-shirt and he loved Iron Maiden. He had Iron I just remember his room. He had like all these Eddie posters with Iron Maiden. I just like as an artist, I was like, "Holy shit. Yeah, Eddie's my, awesome." Yeah, my cousin I love the That's artwork. where I, where I where I learned Iron Maiden was from my cousin cuz I went to their house and he had the uh, Somewhere in Time uh, album yep. cover but like a poster. So it was like an extended yep. Thing, and i was like holy crap what's that <laughs> i remember i got in trouble i i had um got in trouble one time and my mom took all my posters down and i had some sweet posters um i had a hole and ass poster remember that from the back of the day yeah, yeah i had yeah. like four hot bikini girls with no tops on <laughs> but you couldn't see their boobs they were like they had their backs to you and their butts were hanging out and they had bikinis on. It said haul and ass. And they were in the back of a big monster truck. I won that as a kid in like a fucking dart thing at a carnival. 
And my mom fucking hated it. <laughs> you know, she hated it, right? <laughs> and then at the same carnival, I won this Iron Maiden poster, which she also really hated because she thought like it was like devil worship and stuff. <laughs> so it's like I thought it was so funny. I was wondering, um, like, were they? Uh, I mean, I know your parents listened to a bunch of stuff. Like, were they any like anything similar or close to metal? Because I don't know where I got metal from. Because I don't think my parents. I think. The heaviest I've ever heard them listen to was like the Eagles at that time. Um. Well, no, my my parents were listening to some pretty heavy shit because my okay. parents were younger. So my my first tape I got, my dad just goes, "Here, do you want this?" And it was Black Sabbath, Paranoid. And I'm seriously, I was five or something. I was oh, really nice. little, and I had this little like I had a little Mickey Mouse record player that played 45s, and I had a little look tape, like a little kid tape deck that would play tapes. And I remember listening to Black Sabbath Paranoid over and over again. And then my second tape I got was Michael Jackson Thriller from my mom. So I was exposed to, like, a lot of different music. And then I got their albums, which their album collection was crazy all over the place because my dad mixed his albums with my mom's albums. So you had, like, Rush, um, Black Sabbath, and, like, all this dark, darker stuff mixed with... um, I mean, there's some Rolling Stones. And then my mom had, like, the Beatles. And she had more of the lighter stuff. She had Beatles, Elton John, Bruce Springsteen, and oh, stuff nice. like that, you know? She was but like I the, think the metal for me rock, yeah. was my next-door neighbor kid. He was just like, once I saw his room, he was like, this is Iron Maiden. And it was almost like the, in those coming-of-age movies, I was just like, Iron Maiden's badass. I didn't even know who they were yet. <laughs> yep. I just thought they were badass already, right? I wanted to know more because of their posters, right? So yep, then I was like, yeah. I want to hear them. So then he like let me listen to them. And I felt like I was listening to something like that was like against the law. Like I felt like if my mom came in, I was going to get busted. Like if I was looking at porn or something. Like <laughs> I felt like Iron Maiden was something that you weren't supposed to listen to. I don't know when the last, first time I listened to them was but yeah i just remember it had to be the 80s i think obviously because mine what the first song was number of the beast and to me i mean my parents were pretty religious my mom was pretty religious and stuff so that song is like 666 is the number of the beast and (laughs) it says a lot of shit it's pretty dark and it's pretty crazy and then i remember the second I remember Hallowed Be Thy Name and all these songs like now when I look at the lyrics like back then I didn't even have the lyrics so I didn't even know Right, you had to really decipher what they were talking about. <laughs> yeah. You remember? Like, you had to really listen and go, what's he saying there? You know, it's like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It was just like, I don't know what he's talking about, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, like, I was listening to Iron Maiden the other day, and it's got a whole thing where it runs the lyrics. Like, if you want to karaoke with it, you got the, the lyrics just run through. And I'm like, I love Spotify. Yeah, it's well, great. you know, the funny enough, uh, I actually went on stage with them back in the college days when I did the radio because they had a concert mm-hmm. in Chicago. So I got to, like, run out with uh, Heaven Kuwait, how they always had, like, the crowd come out and sing the chorus with them. So that was a uh, that was a uh, cool moment, which was funny because, uh, I don't know if you remember Kevin. He was he was there with me, but someone ripped his uh, backstage pass off of him. <laughs> so oh, he, yeah. So he didn't get to do that. Then after the show, I got to meet him. So I got, like, pictured with all those guys. And then that guy didn't? No. <laughs> was he pissed at you for, like, ever? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, if you saw him today, would he be like, would he bring it up? <laughs> uh, yeah, he brings that up, and then he brings up, uh, yeah, I know it's not metal, but we went to, uh, it was the Misfits 
uh, Sick of It All, like H2O, and I think one more band. I can't remember. We're going there, and they're like, oh, no, no, there's still tickets. So there's like at the House of Blues. We get to the House of Blues, and the show's sold out. If you can imagine that, a Misfit show and all that sold out. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, and they drove, right? So I'm all the way in Chicago. Uh, our school is in the suburbs, like, I don't know, 40 minutes away, maybe? Yep. I mean, depending on how you drive, 30. So I'm, I'm like, whatever, I'll just wait for the show to be over. Because, I mean, I had nothing else to do, and you could hear the music from the lobby. So I'm like, whatever. So I'm in the lobby, and I kid you not, this dude named Alf, and he's like... uh <laughs> hey, I got an extra ticket. You want to go? You seem like a cool dude. <laughs> I'm like, right away, I'm like, well, I'm probably going to be dead in some trunk of a car at some point. But sure, why yeah. not? So uh, he's like, I'm like, all right, cool. So I go with him. He has, uh, the House of Blues has those uh, uh, skybox or whatever, those private. Yeah. He had a ticket for that. So I'm like in the upper, in the uh, skybox <laughs> up there watching the show. And then he's like, oh, here's some weed. I got some weed. You want to smoke weed? Okay. <laughs> I'm having the time of my life. I'm getting interviewed because there's like, I think like the Tribune or something reporter in the box with us. He's all asking me questions. He's interviewing me. I'm just rocking out. And then like all of a sudden I hear someone yelling my name and I look down and there's like Kevin and a, a other dude named Eric. They're there. They're yelling and flipping me off because I'm like in a uh, premium suite <laughs> stowed out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> watching like the awesome, misfits and everything i'm like man alf if you're still alive wherever you are thank you that was probably the funnest night of my life <laughs> yeah i love it when shit like that happens it just all falls into place <laughs> yeah he even said he's like oh it's probably gonna look for a hot chick but you look like a cool dude if you want to go i'm like sure why not but yeah they're like dude yeah. i just remember <laughs> back in the day when we were in college just kind of like going with the flow and you'd it'd start out with hey you want to go um, talk to these kids at north end of campus sure <laughs> then you did be down there and as soon as you get to those kids they go hey you guys want to go to a party tonight sure <laughs> and then like hey we should go get some alcohol okay and then we get you know whatever and then and then all of a sudden we'd be at the party and then everybody'd be like hey heard about this other party want to go to this other party <laughs> sure you know the, next thing you know you're downtown chicago you don't remember what happened you went <laughs> yeah. to a concert that you didn't even buy tickets for and you know it's like all this stuff happened and you're like what happened <laughs> <laughs> but at the but at the other end you're like i must be a cool dude i don't even know what the hell happened these guys took care of me yeah <laughs> this is fun. I, remember, dude, I ended up with more money than I started with. I don't know what I did. <laughs> <laughs> You're all YOLO, my guy. YOLO. I don't know. <laughs> that's true. I mean, it's true, too, because then you'd end up like, I don't even know how, but you'd end up like at like a house rave or something. Dude, I went to some serious raves when we were in college, and I don't know how I got there. I'm telling yeah. you. there's. I can tell you story after story of, just like I just told you, like just saying, yeah, <laughs> saying yes to the dress, you know, like, oh, let's go here. Okay. Let's go there. Okay. Let's go there. Okay. Next yeah. thing you know, I'm at a rave with people I don't know doing stuff that I've never thought I'd do, you know, just like dancing to music I never thought I'd listen to. Yeah. Dude, I went to so many raves and I'm like this until I figured out, I'm like, I really don't get in. I mean, I liked the music, but it wasn't my thing. I just liked how everybody was having yep. a good time it was good energy it was just a good party yeah for sure you know like i enjoyed the party aspect of it so i was like fuck it let's i danced to the music and stuff but it's not like 
I mean, when's the last time you really put on some rave music and listen to it for real? It's like no, you don't. You go just, for uh, the party vibe. Yeah, that's just to get you in a good mood for like a, maybe a song at most. Yeah, it, it puts you in a mood to like be productive or happy or whatever. But I remember one time you you're like, yeah, I went to this rave and I said. I think I mentioned the house. You're like, yeah, that's the house. I'm like, yeah, I went there too somehow. <laughs> I don't know how, but I was there. Dude, I know. There's so many times that I, I would, <laughs> there was one time, okay, I'm sitting, I'm at this party and I thought I was there with nobody I knew. And like I said, I just end up like meeting people that, in college and we just go hang out and go to a party. Next thing you know, you're hanging out with new people. And But anyway, I'd look across the way and then I see Clark. And then I look over, and then I start just seeing people, and I notice like we all just ended up at the same places. <laughs> <laughs> and it was weird. <laughs> and it was like six uh, degrees of separation. Like, oh, and we I never went to, went to, to class. You, you with would so think so. we always hung out that we'd be there going together or something, but no, it was ne- that was never the case. <laughs> no, we always end up. Sep- and then like I don't know if you remember when I get really drunk. Well, McClark too. Uh, I we I would just get up and walk away. I just disappear. I yep. would just like you I would. remember just I would have to go pee or something. The next thing you know, I'm in another party or somebody <laughs> dragged me to somewhere else, or I'm in a car and somebody's like, "Hey, let's go here or let's go there." Dude, I just got just dragged around all over in college. I just remember, but I ended up in some crazy, you know, fun <laughs> stuff. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I ended up at a good concert like were you with us when we went to see veruca salt no i don't think so did you go with me and jeremy no, okay i don't me, think so me jeremy or at least i, I don't remember, remember if i went. did but who knows <laughs> i don't think dude, so. we went and saw veruca salt for five bucks and it was when they were on mtv they were really popular and we went to downtown um chicago and i i mean there was like five bucks so it was just like okay i got five bucks and we went there and it was super intimate, like because like not a ton of people were there for some reason because there was a another sporting event or something going on in town, so the show wasn't sold out for whatever reason. They let us come all the way up to the stage, and they were super cool. Like they were like giving us high fives and like being super cool. I don't even know how many people were there. I mean, it's probably over a hundred or so, a couple hundred, but it wasn't like packed. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty intimate and it was pretty fun. And they were super professional and they played the show like they would have played to a thousand people. Like they, they really gave it their all and they were super cool. And I just remember before I went, I was like, Veruca Salt, whatever. It's a it's a free show. And then when I left, I was like, I'm a fan. Like the, the, they kicked ass. Like just personally, I'm a fan just because they went out there and kicked ass. They were, they were professional. They could have just half-assed it and nobody would have said anything because – we would have understood, right. you know what I mean? Like <laughs> they got fucked. I can't remember what was going on with some football thing or something. Yeah. And like I all mean, the college kids went to that instead of this concert. Yeah. That usually you luck out. That's where I, to me, it's like, we luck out for those type of shows because I'm like, all right, there's no one here. Um, Didn't you get to see a lot of shows? Cause you were in the radio. Yep. I got, to, I got a lot of them. And then I got to like meet like, the uh, record people would give me like uh, VIP access or whatever, so I get to meet bands or whatever. And just talk to them. And uh, yeah, favorite metal band. Uh, I mean, I was into them. I mean, as soon as I heard them, like the, the guy sent me the CD and I'm listening. That's like, cool. I got to see them at the Fireside Bowl, which I gotta imagine they were just kind of like, "What the hell is this place?" Because that's more like a punk rock, uh, oh, yeah. on the wall type area. But uh, 
I remember the guitar just kept following me around and talking to me. I'm like, aren't you like busy or something? Like, <laughs> but they're doing there. So I'm like, I guess he was bored. And I mentioned, uh, the person's name that he was cool with. So he just kept talking to me. But then there was also with that show, uh, I don't know what this lady was on, like an older lady, like maybe in her fifties yeah. or whatever. High as a kite, man. I don't know on what. But, like, she's outside of the fireside, because I'm going to, like, all right, I'm going to go stand outside just to get air or whatever. And she's like, do you like to party? you like to dance? And I'm just like, oh, what the hell is this lady talking about, right? Yeah. Go back inside. Five minutes later, that lady is dancing, like, mer- uh, merengue and stuff in the middle of a mosh pit. So I'm just like, holy <laughs> shit, man. Like, what? I'm like, I, I think her name was Maria. Uh, I'm not making that up. I'm just like, holy shit, Maria's getting down. And like, I, somehow people avoided her. They weren't trying to hit her or nothing. So I'm like, this might be the most like epic thing I've ever seen in this like beat up bowling alley slash punk venue. Here's an older Mexican lady dancing merengue in a pit with metal playing everywhere. That was like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> well, I remember, um, I mean, it's not battle, but I remember less than Jake. They had that old guy that would cover their shows like every show this really old dude i mean he was like 60 in his 60s and he would come to less than jake shows and then he ended up being on their album a couple times like oh wow like they had him like they recorded him like talking or singing or doing something but i i just remember like yeah there's some really crazy old people that would just be in the scene you know you just be like oh that's that's crazy larry (laughs) or that's old old tina <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> i remember uh i think it was it was uh so it was iron going back to iron maiden uh it was but when they got that new singer for a little bit that blaze bailey guy yeah uh, the x factor album actually i didn't mind that album too much i felt bad for that guy because i mean bruce dickinson's kind of hard to follow up but it, it, it's impossible yeah i mean think about this I was thinking about this the other day or the other day because I was listening to him. I was like, he's one of the only pe- and he wasn't the original singer. Nope. He's one of the not. only bands who the the that guy that replaced the original singer is better. Yep. I can't think of any other band where the the original singer gets replaced. Like Van Halen, he got replaced by Sammy Hagar. I love Sammy to death, but he's not better no. than yeah, than Dave. Lee. Yeah, no. I Even mean the ACDC. Van Halen sound is David Lee Roth. Even ACDC, you got the, uh, what's the name, Bon Scott. And, uh... Oh, yeah, there you go. That That's true. But then again, that one, though, he sounded exactly yeah, like he was... the original singer. Whereas Iron Maiden, I feel like that guy oh, took it to another level. Yeah, it's night and day with that one. You know, but I, I do agree. Yeah, ACDC is another one. that And he, I, I, got, I, I got heartbroken when um, he didn't go on tour and they had Axl Rose do it. I love uh, Axl, but... Yeah. No, I mean, that, ACDC's got to be with him. <laughs> yeah, no, I got. I, I forgot. Did he have, like he had some illness or something, or am I making that up? Um, no, he um he's he drives race cars and he's a rock star and he oh. lost his hearing pretty much. Okay, just like all like Pete Townsend and the rest of them, like they just lose their hearing and he got so bad where he couldn't really do sound checks, I guess, and stuff. So they didn't think that he could do it or whatever so that i just they just let him go and i know he's pretty upset he was pretty upset about it but then he started doing a car show where he's got his own show where he like you know looks at cars and talks mm-hmm. about cars he's really in them racing and shit but i think he's back with them now no, that makes i think sense. they're back together now it kind of tied into that hearing i was gonna say for, for that iron man show with blaze bailey i like look behind me and there's an old guy like 70s 
type old with two giant hearing yeah. aids in both his ears, just rocking out. I'm just like, what in the hell, man? Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, Dude, I know I my just, hearing. Well, I just suffering. read this. I just read this legit article that said, um, I think it was a Florida man. Um, <laughs> it's always busted. a Florida man. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it probably is. I can't go wrong with assuming. But a Florida man busted his wife who was dying, um, busted her out of the uh, hospital or hospice or whatever um, to do crystal meth, have sex, and listen to Iron Maiden. <laughs> and then um, that was her last moments on earth was having sex, doing crystal meth, and listen to Iron Maiden. And then he got arrested for it. And in the mugshot, it's this goofy looking like, like cracked out <laughs> dude with a big old smile on his face. Like, I was like, you know what? He did by her. Yep, he did. That's he did probably exactly what she wanted to do. Oh, 100%. that's probably exactly what she wanted. He knew what she wanted. You know, he's like, this is, she doesn't want to go out in hospice. She wants to go out, listen to Iron Maiden, fucking, and doing crystal meth. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she went out like a star. <laughs> exactly, fucking seriously. That is, <clears throat> he should get a medal. He shouldn't get in trouble. I mean, oh no, I mean, fucked up. Yeah, I mean, what the le- Well, I don't know. I guess drug possession, probably the very least. You should like everything else, just let it go. Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. So he wouldn't get arrested if they would have just happened to be smoking crystal meth, and if he wouldn't have broke her out, she just would have been home, and she did all that and died. He wouldn't have been in trouble at all. So right. the only thing he really did wrong was break her out of there. So that's all he should get in trouble for. He shouldn't get in trouble for anything else. Yeah, I would have been like, hey, this is her make-a-wish deal. Yeah, man. <laughs> Blame them. This is her dying wish, man. I got, I got it on a post-it note. She signed that shit back in 86, man. <laughs> this is a legal binding document. I'm doing my job. Leave me alone. Dude, you'd be surprised what's legal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know for speaking of death, I don't want like a regular funeral. I want a comedy roast. I want everyone making fun of me. Am I? Oh, dude, my funeral. I got an idea. <laughs> I already told one of my daughters, so now I have to do it. <laughs> it's on record so, now. It's going to be on this podcast, so it's on record. Because I, I have to do it because she won't believe. She doesn't believe me when I said it. She had this look like, yeah, whatever, Dad. So I'm like, now I've got to do it. So when I die, <laughs> I'm going to leave, like, I'm going to get a, a, some money together and put some goodies together and stuff. And then. Have somebody either hold it or bury it or something, <laughs> and then just leave them in a will, like a fucking treasure map and like <laughs> clues, <laughs> and they got to figure it out, and they got to go on an adventure and go figure out where the fuck it is. <laughs> you might have just created a new Goonies movie right there, like holy shit. Exactly. Give them a little adventure in their life. <laughs> you gotta give them like one easy clue, and then the rest make no fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> Because everyone's gonna be, be like, fun. "What did what did Burn think about this? Hmm. <laughs> what would he do in this situation?" <laughs> did you see the um, TikTok video? It's a real thing. This guy dies, and there's a funeral, and it's a, there's a per- person with a cell phone, and he's trying not to laugh, and he's got a <laughs> cell phone out. He's you could tell he's got it close to his chest, and he's like videoing this funeral. And this guy left a a, a, a recording that he wanted played. Oh, no. When he was being lowered into the ground, <laughs> oh, no. and it's him going, "Hey, 
Hey, what are you guys doing out there? Hey, let me me out of here. Let me out of here. And he's like, why would you guys do this? And then he starts singing a song. As it's being lowered, he starts singing a song like, farewell. And they're all laughing. Everybody at the funeral is laughing their asses off. I would have been dead. And I'm like, I want to do something like that. That's funny. I don't want to do that. I mean... I think I want to be cremated as opposed to in a casket thing. But if I'm in a casket, I hope someone ties a get well soon balloon to my hand. So there's no way, <laughs> there's no way someone can walk up to a casket and be like, oh, Jesus. What's going on here? Get well soon. <laughs> yeah. Your wife would kill me. <laughs> I gotta write that in my will. I'll, I'll get you like. Yeah. Be is, like, you can't kill Adam if he does this. Look, it's written. I'll do this, it. This is what he. This is what he must do. I'm like, this is what he wanted, and I'll start crying. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he always wanted. <laughs> you didn't know him like I do, him, Karen. <laughs> Did you? Even know him at all? No, no, he didn't. <laughs> They'd be like, "Holy oh, shit, shit, man! Dude. What the hell?" Back to metal. <laughs> so I've, I've been like, I told you the other day, um, I was quizzing my wife on like different hair metal. It started out with Motley Crue was on the radio, and I was into it was one of the better Motley Crue songs, and it was an older one. And I'm like, they usually don't play it. Right, it's too fast for love, and I actually get in it too fast for love. I like the beat of it. It's pretty fast, you know. It's right. kind of old school, old school crew, you know. It was before they got like all commercial and weird, and so I liked it. I'm listening to it. And she's like, "Who is this?" And I'm like, "It's Molly Crew." I'm like, I was kind of like, "How do you not know this?" Because she's seven <laughs> years older than me, so I always assume. Right. And she really knows a lot about music, so I always assume she knows all the stuff that I know about music. So she's like, "No, I really didn't get into a lot of the hair metal stuff." And she's like, I don't dislike mm-hmm. it. I just wasn't exposed to it. I was listening to Depeche Mode. I was listening. She was listening to other stuff, you know. Right. So it's now I'm like, oh well, I'm exposing her to Iron Maiden, you know, Meta- old Metallica, just the stuff I like, you know, just the old hair metal shit. And then I just got into it, and I'm like, man, I've never even listened. Iron Maiden has like fifty something albums. Oh yeah, or some crazy. Like yeah, so, yeah. I'm like, I have listened to maybe a handful of their stuff why do i not listen to all of it so i the other day i just started on spotify going through all their albums and listening to all kinds of yeah their live stuff until is I great found too man stuff. the live after death album is probably my favorite live oh yeah they're live album. i like watching their youtube things of their doing live show because hallowed be thy name i i, I love that song because i see people try to sing it and you realize <laughs> how good he is when yep. you hear anyone try to cover that song, yep, it's the hardest song for anyone. When he holds that note out, and it's just a, it's just a, a real normal note, but he holds that out forever, and then he brings it up and too, higher yep. and higher and higher, and nobody else can do that. Nobody else can do that. No, Everybody I, can do the very first part, oh and yeah. then hell, the crowd does that part for you. They chant the first part. And then the rest of it, he starts getting crazy. Yeah. Now, like the the live one too is like he even has like his jokes and all, all these other random stuff he's talking in the slow parts yeah. and stuff. And I'm just like, this dude could like keep talking and all this energy and singing like that. I'm like, you could barely <laughs> like I could barely talk for like five minutes. He's an interesting dude. He fly, he flies the fucking jet too. Yep. Yep. They he's did like, that one we... tour. That one tour he did. Um, they did their own Iron Maiden jet. Right. Because he was flying it, and. The only reason they could do that tour the fastest they did and how they did it was because he had the jet. They had a jet and he could fly it. They went bam, 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 bam. I mean, they were playing 
every night somewhere crazy. You know, it was like, I can't remember what the name of that tour was. I remember the but jet. Uh, I think in, it was uh, like, uh, it was a uh, flight 666, I believe. Might yes. Have been the tour, yeah. And that tour was crazy. If you go back and look at where they went, they went, they'd play one night and maybe like, florida and then play the next night in california or somewhere because they had this jet that they could just go all over the place you know it was crazy i mean if you think about <laughs> it too he probably like plotted the course too like all right we're gonna fly here to here so we'll do a show there like he probably was part of that whole thing too like all right this is the easiest oh, way sure. to, to fly yeah. and this is what they'll let me fly because I, I think they're like tr truckers where they have you can only fly so many hours and you gotta take oh, time yeah. off or whatever but yeah, yeah no, i don't know i'm sure he had a a, a a co-pilot oh yeah i'm sure yeah he probably but I, I think he did most of the flying too though yeah i mean i don't know what, but i mean to me that's just cool that that it's just a whole nother dimension to the band they're all interesting like the bass player pretty much writes a lot of the music oh, yeah. i don't know if he writes the lyrics but he likes he writes most of the music yeah. and then you could tell and iron maiden you can hear that bass you know I like too I with uh, <laughs> uh, Adrian Smith, the one guitarist. He left for a while, and then uh, I don't know why. I can't remember why he left the band. But then he came back, and they're like, "You know what? Fuck it. Let's have three guitars." <laughs> I was like, "All right, why not?" Yeah, it's like him, Dave Murray, better. and I uh, can't remember. The, sorry, other guy. I'm drawing a blank on your name now. Uh, eh, it'll come to me later, probably after we're done recording. But uh, <laughs> actually, Iron Maiden. Yeah, was, I can't remember names of half of them. Oh, I remember all of those guys. I mean, I met them, so I'm just kind of like, okay. I think it's like Janik, something like that. It's some like European name. Actually, Iron Maiden. The first time I think I saw, well, not live, but like a recording of them live was that Raising Hell uh, mm -hmm. VHS. I think I might own it still. It's a VHS where they kind of did like a horror themed show so they had like a like a illusionist type guy but he's doing like decapitations and like all this kind of weird stuff if you haven't seen that that was oh, like cool. that was like my first like cinematic like metal show i mean up next to that was like war <laughs> plus when you saw them live they had the giant uh eddie puppets too like Dude, i love it yep i, I, I just it. i just think it's great that they they're like you know what we're not gonna skimp out on like the set decor and all that kind of stuff all everything there i'm just like man this is some dude eddie's what brought me to iron maiden but like their music is what made me stay you know like once oh, i got the sure. music i was like Oh, this is even fucking better! Like, and you got the cool art with the music here, and the and the shirts, and like, I like this is a whole thing, you know. I loved it. Same with Slayer. I mean, Slayer had a, a style to their shirts or their posters to, you know, who they were. I mean, the funny thing about Slayer is like you knew who wrote the songs. Or like, oh, Jeff did like most of like kind of like those World War like uh, two type reference songs where the. Uh, yeah. Harry King, I think they did all like the quote unquote satanic songs. And then you got like <laughs> Tom Mariah, who was like a physical therapist that funded the band when they started. And he's just like, eh, hey, whatever. He's just singing, doing it all. <laughs> 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 he's like the most interesting guy to me on that band. Cause it's like, I'm not saying you're not a metal guy, but it's just like, he just seems to be, just be there. Like, just come, hey, you want to be in a band? Sure. Do you know what? Sometimes there's a lot of non metal people or, not like people in different genres that when you talk to them you're like this isn't what they want to sing right like sometimes yeah. they're in a band they're singing something that's not necessarily like um sarge or serge from um system of the down you find out he what really wasn't brought up on metal or anything hard he was brought right. up on i've watched this whole 
documentary with him and him talking about the music he was brought up on. So it was really a stretch for him to do System of the Down and to do all that. And that's why he liked it at the time. But yeah, now he got, he's just his, not his, into it. Yeah, I don't know if you, uh, yeah, his solo stuff is different. So, you know, obviously his voice is the same, obviously. But the solo music, that's when, when you're saying that, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I liked his album anyway because it was, it was just different. I'm like, okay, this guy's trying stuff. So why not? But I think, I mean, you listen to him, you wouldn't know that he really didn't listen to a lot of metal you would think he did but he he really didn't he said he didn't until later in life right i think you know, yeah like, i think most of that well, i don't know about the lyrics but uh, the guitar player is the one that writes most of that stuff um i can't yeah i'm drawing a blank on his name everyone's like you guys are true metal heads screw you guys <laughs> i i'm just bad with names i'm bad with fucking names i'm good with faces but i'm horrible with names anyway i can't remember yeah. names of songs and names of fucking um, members of the band, but I remember the names of the band. I think you know. I remember the, album covers. The bands you like, like love you do, but like everyone else is like you recognize. Actually, I'm kind of bad at faces and names, so sometimes I'd be like, "Who the hell is that?" And I gotta Google it. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I know who that is." Because <laughs> <laughs> people drop a name like you would know. I mean, not to say that this is like pop pop culture type reference, but I'm just like, who. I'm like, oh, that guy. I'm great with with VHS um, covers and album covers, like from back in the day, back in the yeah. 80s and 90s. Like, if you tell me like what album it is, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that cover. Or we talk about movies, I'm like, oh, I remember the cover of that fucking VHS with the right. skull and the yeah. knife, and you know, it's like, <laughs> like I can tell you, I remember this Monkey Shines uh, fucking cover VHS with the monkey and the with the yep. symbols and yep. he looks so evil the big eyes and like yeah. i could just, just staring at you the whole horror section i can tell you the cover of every <laughs> horror movie <laughs> i can say i could tell you all about the swinging doors to the adult section i'm always just like what's in there oh yeah that too <laughs> and you're always like why are they gonna be so loud like why are they gonna be like, <laughs> right we got a pervert coming out okay there he is Perv. pervert <laughs> we know what you did we know why you're in there. I don't even know. You think? Dude, I don't uh, know if I told this on uh -oh. a podcast. I think we did. But do you remember when I was in co when we were in college? So right next to the daycare I worked at was a video store. And one day I got off work and I went to rent a video at the video store before I came back to the dorms. <laughs> and I went to the video store and they had this going out of business sale in their porn section, <laughs> and all the stuff oh, in there was like 75% off. Oh, so they were literally giving movies away for like a dollar. That's a steal. It, back in the eight or what nine, what was, when were we in? Was was it was late, late 90s, early 2000s. Early 2000s. 2000, 2001. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, at that time, it was, the internet was still kind of like fucking dial up and shit for porn. So it was shit for porn. <laughs> so like to have a movie is gold. Yep. Especially in college, <laughs> in a boys college dorm. Yeah, Are oh, you yeah. kidding me? So <laughs> I, I did the smartest thing, and I went and got all the money I could get that I could afford, and I went and bought as many movies as I could get. And I remember having a box of porn. <laughs> yep. And <laughs> I went for quant. I went for quant. Um, as many as I could get over the quality, right? Right. Quantity over quality. So I I just wanted them because I knew I was going to resell them, and I brought them back to the dorm, and then for a week solid kids that i didn't know were knocking on my door <laughs> and i was selling tapes 
for a five to ten dollars a tape when I was buying them for a dollar. <laughs> Smart and man. It was fucking genius. And I remember making all this money and then I went back to buy more tapes and they were totally sold out. And I was like, my business venture is over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hate when the hustle dies, man. You're like, damn it. Yeah, the hustle died fast, man. <laughs> and you got I remember the... I was the porn guy for a minute. I was like <laughs> I, I was like Hugh Hefner for a second, man. <laughs> I remember uh, it's, we're gonna stay on the porn topic because that's what we do. But uh, I remember my friend was moving and uh, I was having to move and he just had a stack of like porn. He's like, oh, you want these? Or I'm just going to throw them out. I'm like, That's okay. how it always happens. Somebody's yep. like, hey, you want these? And there's always like a ridiculous amount of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like a, he had it, he had it like out of spindle. Like one of those like, yeah, like, it's not like five. Yep. It's always like a hundred or something. You want the hundred magazines. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like looking through it and I'm just like laughing at these. Like, you can laugh. You can't have any. Cause he had like, he had like weird titles, like a whole bunch of water sports type things and then like grandmas yeah. and stuff. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> what is happening? I'm like, is this yours? Like, did you buy this as a joke? Like, what is going on? I mean, hey, if you guys are into it, let me not knock your your finishes yeah. or whatever. But at that time, I'm like, look at him. I'm just la- I just kept laughing. I'm like, what the hell? It was like something like, really, you didn't have to come up with a creative title for a porno. You just call it whatever. Yeah. And people would just buy it. So it was like peeing on the couch five or something. I'm like, what the hell is well, I miss the 80s ones when there was like storyline and they tried to act and it was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest. I, I enjoyed those. I enjoy those movies for more than what you're buying them for. <laughs> I'm all exactly, like, they're hilarious. <laughs> I remember this one with this with this dude, and he's like, "You're slickered in an oil well," <laughs> and he was supposed to be this this oil tycoon guy, like Boss Hog from Dick's Hazard. <laughs> yep, and, and but he's not even dressed like that. There's like it's a regular yeah. room, and you're just like, "Dude, okay. this is so funny." The whole thing was funny. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it was a na- nationwide commercial. I don't think so. I think it's related to Illinois. But the Eagle Man commercial—that was pretty much the acting of these people in those '80s porns. Oh no! Oh yeah. What do we do? <laughs> like, oh man. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like every line is like, "Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Thanks for asking." <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, those type of people do. Then make me applaud the ones that can kind of act. I'm like, oh, that guy's giving his all in terms of his character. Good on him. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it happens very rarely, but you're like, all right, that guy can act. Speaking of porn and, and um, bringing it back to metal, I remember Lita Ford. Oh, there was yeah. always a rumor in the 80s or maybe the 90s about her that she had done a porn or something. But like I don't ever remember seeing it, or, nope, or I don't I never, think it ever was real. I think it's they just so made that the, shit here, up. Like yeah, here's the thing. Like back then, unlike now, you couldn't just go online and look for it. Yeah, back then, I it was just, just remember like them talking about her. But I'm like, she. I don't think. She, I mean, I knew she was pretty sexy and provocative, right. even from back in all girl band. I was like confused her and Samantha Fox, like with pictures and stuff. I don't know why. I was assuming Samantha they, Fox. Yeah, I was assuming they're the same pe- person. I'm like, okay. I'm like, no, that's not her. She doesn't do music. Who the hell is that? Like, I would always do that. I'm like, oh, okay. See, but like back Dude, then, Joe you had Jeff, Samantha Fox, all of them girls were yep. just badass. I mean, yeah. they were pretty metal in their own right. You know, I know they played like rock and roll a lot, but they were yeah. pretty hardcore. I mean, I don't think people knew what to call them or the I'm, Runaways. That's what they were called. Um, yeah. Like, they were pretty punk rock for a minute. And then 
I mean, Joan Jett's always just been, I consider her pretty punk. Yeah. Like just 100%. in general, her as a person. Yeah. I don't think you know, she always does her own fucking that. thing and she doesn't give a fuck and she's always had her own sound and her own thing, you know? Right. 100% on that one. I think like the first but, metal metal, uh, like all female metal band that I saw and uh, popped in my head is that Drain STH. I don't know if you ever listened to them. The, all female bands. I just remember L7 and Kitty. Yep. yep. Actually, just uh, Kitty got back together. Did you know that? I just watched. They had their uh, documentary. I forget what I yeah, watched. Yeah, that's what I watched yeah. too. Yeah. So yeah, was that like, was good. The uh, that was cool. Yeah. Drain SDH. I, I don't know if they're still married, but the lead singer guitarist from Drain SDH, Mary uh, Iomi from uh, Black Sabbath. Tommy really? Iommi. Yeah. So I don't know if they still, you know, once again, I don't know how often uh, marriages last in metal. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. You need to talk about it, then they're probably, it's already over. It's like, yo, dummy, they've been divorced since like 2002. Like, yo, I don't know. I don't follow their personal lives. But uh, Dude, I just saw the coolest um, YouTube. Um, I was on YouTube messing around looking for Iron Maiden songs and stuff. And somehow I come across this cartoon with Lemmy smoking a cigarette on the hood of this car and i'm like it's all cartooned though it's like and it's done after lemmy's been dead and i'm like and it says lemmy and ozzy and it's a song that him and ozzy had done together and i'm like okay and i know they've done lots of songs but right. it's one that I'd, i had never heard and i so i press play and it's a whole fucking animated thing with ozzy and lemmy in a fucking car and they're like tearing ass through fucking town and watch dude it is bad ass <laughs> it is so bad ass whoever animated it kicked ass and they got lemmy on the nose i mean he just looks badass got the, he's playing slots and all, doing all this lemmy stuff and he's at the rainbow and at the beginning of it and ozzy shows up and they jump in a car and it's kind of like fear and loathing in las vegas and it's crazy, dude. I'll send you a link. It's pretty badass. Yeah, now you're giving me uh, flashbacks to the radio days where I was at that drunk guy calling me to play Bomberman. Bomber Motorhead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I was there. I used to remember I used to yep. answer the phone. Yep. I used to sit there and answer the phone. And and, Every and time. that dude would call and he would he wouldn't even you just go, Hello. Uh, uh, yep. And he'd go Bomber motorhead, duder. <laughs> and if you said anything else, yeah, he, he was, was really he, drunk usually, <laughs> and all he could say is bomber, yep. motorhead, duder. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it was that. That was the most he talked to, bomber man, and then he'd be gone. I'd be like, all right, <laughs> get some played motorhead. It is the best. I remember him to this day. That guy's a legend. <laughs> think he's alive. I... What's, the, what's the odds that dude's alive? You know, there's that. There, there are those people that have that just immortality for some reason that you, you can't. Yeah, like Lemmy and, and fucking. Uh, or like Ozzy from Rolling Stones, Keith Richards. Yeah, we're just like, that guy is still alive. You know, good on him. I don't know how he's doing it, but good on him. I, I think. I uh, mean, let's all face it. I love Lemmy, but when Lemmy died, I was like, that's 20 years longer than anyone thought he would live. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm like, wow. Okay, not that you forget about Lemmy or nothing like that, but you're like, oh, it finally happened, huh? <laughs> yeah, and you're like, that's God's problem now. <laughs> like, he's going to have it. God's going to have his hands full with that one. He's just at a new <laughs> venue now, like, oh, man, they're going to be like, damn it. <laughs> Although he seemed pretty tame. Like, they always say he was at uh, one of those bars in L.A. I can't remember which one. Like, the 
whiskey a go go or something. Like he had his chair and like he was over there playing. Oh, the rainbow. Or the rainbow, yeah. There you go. Yeah, the rainbow is where he had a chair, right where his, um, uh, or they have a statue of him or something where he used to play the game, the little. Yeah, like you would go you know. there every, I don't know, every night, but close to it and just sit there and be playing mm-hmm. the game. I was just like, I guess it makes sense. If, like you've toured the world and pretty much done everything. He was like, yeah, I'm just going to hang out over here. <laughs> no well, he lived me. above it. His house, his right. apartment supposedly was right above it. So that's why he was there. And then you'd get drunk and then he'd just go upstairs. Like, I'm pretty sure that I saw a documentary and it was him and his kid, his son, who he didn't even know he had for a long, long time. And the son came and found him like years later and like, hey, I'm your son and totally a Lemmy thing. But then him and his son were hanging around and his documentary, he lived above the wi- or the rainbow. And it's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. And all he ever spent his money on other than video game poker and whiskey and and speed was uh, these custom. He would custom draw these custom um, boots and have these handmade, like fucking cowboy boots made. So all those boots you saw him wear were like all his design. And he have this special guy in Mexico, like he paid this guy tons of money to make him these crazy boots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, if you get what else is he gonna do? I don't think I hey, ever man. seen him yeah. dressed any differently. I mean, I could be wrong, but pretty badass. But uh, I don't know. Speaking of documentaries, or well, more well, there's a documentary, but then there's a movie with one of the uh, with Macaulay Culkin's brother about that uh, death metal band Mayhem. I don't know if you ever uh, Mayhem. Called, yeah, it's called uh, what was that movie called? Uh, Lords of Chaos. I, I, I is highly that the recommend dude that it. killed somebody or? Yeah, that was the, they were burning down churches and then like the uh, yeah then the uh, I think it was, I can't remember who's the uh, I just remember a band where the one of the lead singers actually killed a person yeah he killed the other band member yeah and then yeah. they he even like wrote a song about it or while he after he did it or so he did yep. something really weird yeah, yeah. he he was like a, I guess turned into like or I don't know if he turned into but he's like a Nazi and all that kind of stuff I highly recommend that documentary it was pretty interesting cause like he that's crazy man he like believes I think a lot of those bands are like yeah it's death metal it's a scene but they're not like uh, I think some hardcore. of them buy into the ID, ideology of it all yeah that was like that they guy they get into it and they're like let's make some dark music and they might really believe and practice some of it but I don't think they yeah, believe think... or practice it as much. And then they really get into it. And then I think some of those people just lose themselves. You also got people like that guy that, that we're talking about that killed somebody. He had a history of just like psychosis and shit before he was even in a band. Right. So I, you can't really blame it on the fucking music. I just think even if he was in a pop band, that dude would have killed somebody. You know what I mean? Like um, I watched a part of a YouTube it's like one of those short, like 10 minute, like things about like true crime and shit. And they talked about that band. I wish I could remember. I think it's chaos or whatever, but this, this dude, like from like Swedish death metal band or something like killed his, killed somebody in their band. And yeah, yeah. That's and, this, this um, movie. That's the Lord of chaos. That's me. Yeah. yeah. And then they look into this guy's life and they're like, Oh yeah. When you start looking at this kid's life and all the shit that he went through when he was younger, you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, no wonder this dude fucking snapped. Oh, yeah, no wonder this dude 
believed this shit because he came from some fucked up shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, I think where I you come his, from. His dad was like a Nazi soldier during the yeah, and all that kind it of matters. stuff. Yep. That shit matters. <laughs> like, I mean, that was ingrained in him when he's before he's when he's really little. You know? Yeah. Well, this thing he snapped because, like, once again, he bought into like all that was real. <laughs> so yep. with the, uh, I think it was a guitarist. He's just like, no, man, these are all fake skull pieces and all. Like, this isn't real. That's where he snapped and got all angry about it. <laughs> Speaking of crazy, like deaths and stuff, um, remember the band Typo Negative? Yes, yes. Whatever happened to Peter Steele? Didn't he die a really weird way? I don't remember what he died of. He was somebody who supposedly really did practice like Satanism, and he really did practice a lot of that darker shit. But yeah, I thought he died in a really weird way. I can't remember. Okay. There's a lot of those metal, old metal bands that I'm like, they're not around. And I looked up, I'm like, oh yeah, that person's dead. That person's dead. They just died of o- overdoses and shit over the years. It's uh, a fast life, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, he died. Uh, he had septus caused by diverticulitis. Wow. He was in, like the first person that, a guy that you ever heard of, like, oh, that guy's posing for playgirl and yeah. all that kind of stuff i'm just like okay people do that i didn't know <laughs> i didn't even know that magazine existed but they're like here's this dude like yep i can't remember there was a playgirl when we were in college and some girls they're all passing it around and i was the same as you like i didn't even know that that existed yep. <laughs> i didn't know that magazine existed and i can't remember who was in it it was some, like, schmuck from fucking, like, Seventh Heaven or some bullshit. Like, some, whatever was on the, you know, the WB at the yeah. time. Like, they were like, oh, my God, Jonathan's on here or whoever it was, you know. Yeah. But I remember them, like, sneaking around in the dorms and they were, like, being sneaky. And we were like, what are you guys doing? And we came up to these girls and, and they're like, nothing, nothing, nothing. And we're like, what are you doing? They're being really stupid. And we're like, what are you doing? I'm like, we're in college, dude. You know, they were being like, they were acting like they're a junior high. And I'm like, what are you doing? And they showed us. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then they showed us the picture. And like, you couldn't even see anything. It was just like barely showing the guy's butt and stuff. And I'm like, you guys are seriously dorks. Like, all of you are dorks and I don't want to talk to you. Oh man, yeah, that's true. I remember uh, Lisa. Well, she's Jeremy's wife now, but Lisa. First time I met her, she came into the radio station, and she was all like, "I bought a uh, Playgirl, I think, or Playboy, one of the two magazines." I'm almost like, "Oh, congratulations! Soon you'll congratulations. <laughs> Soon you'll get to our level of hardcore porn and the adult video section." Yeah, of, good on you. She got all mad because I didn't find it adventurous or anything. I'm like, I don't. You just bought a crappy magazine. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like you're proud of There's it. There's always That's... the girls in college that talked a lot, a big game that didn't. Yeah. It was bullshit. They're full of shit. Because I remember there was a friend of uh, one of Jeremy. Uh, I think it was a friend of Lindsay's, oh, and yeah. and she came and she was like talking about all this dominatrix bullshit. Oh, you were yeah. there. I, I was there. Scott was there. Yeah, I remember Everybody, that. all of us, all the crew, the the old school crew was all together. <laughs> I remember this like it was yesterday. And she came along, and we went out to a movie. I don't know if it was the Tigger movie or something, but the whole time, all this girl was talking about is dominatrix stuff and all this weird <laughs> shit. And, but she wouldn't be specific. She's like, "I'm just into this weird stuff. I don't want to tell you <laughs> yeah. guys because I don't want you guys to judge me. I don't want you guys to judge me." And finally, I got sick of hearing it. And by the end of the night, 
And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what are you into? Like, because I don't even, I, I'm pretty sure you're nowhere near right. what we're into, you know? Oh, like, 100%. She was acting like she was all hardcore. And then uh, she told us the stuff, and we all just busted out laughing. It was like, whatever, girl, like spanking and wearing leather and stupid shit. And, like, it was like 50 Shades of Grey shit. And me, you, and I don't remember the other kid that was with us, but fucking laughing our asses off and then we didn't say anything else because they got so mad oh, they were, that we knew yeah. if we said anything else it was just going to be an awful car ride home so everyone <laughs> shut up but i just remember us snickering to each other yeah. being like that was so stupid i remember doing that thing you do where you try not to make eye contact with the other person so you don't start laughing yes and i'm just like just yes. look forward man just look forward <laughs> i remember us getting in so much trouble with like karen and oh god yeah like she wouldn't get on us too bad, nah, but Jody would, like, because yeah. we would get all cracking up, and then they would get sick of us being stupid. And they're like, <laughs> "Would you guys stop? Would you guys stop?" Especially when we we're eating. Yeah, we're like when we we're at the door or at the uh, like the mess hall place, and and we'd all be eating together, and they'd be like, "Would you guys stop it? Cut it out? Would you be normal?" <laughs> no. I still do that. I always get that look. Actually, family gatherings, she always gets mad at me because I encourage her dad to make like these god awful jokes that get him in trouble with everybody. I mean, they're like terrible. Like old man jokes, and like inappropriate. Oh, I'll say quote unquote inappropriate. Not not really, but like for the uh, the mother in law, where I'm like, oh, he's gonna get yelled at. But I just keep encouraging him because I find it funny because everyone else is like cringing, and he like I'm I'm like his number one fan, I guess. <laughs> I'm his number one fan. Oh yeah, like here's like why do you keep encouraging him? I'm like someone has to because you guys look all uncomfortable, which is making it funnier to me. So I got to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you ask, you ask so her, you're like she, the only person that he like talks to. Yeah, you're like I'm always he's sitting like, next you're, to the, him. you're my listener. You're my one listener. I always sit next to him, like at the table or wherever we're at. I have to sit next to him, and then I have to make some sort of comment that will trigger him to say something inappropriate to the family, anyway. <laughs> And then I'll laugh, and then he'll keep going. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. dude this, That's the best. Last, you, like, uh, just pull the pen and walk away. Oh, yeah, and you can't, <laughs> you can't say nothing to me because I'm not, like, saying – I'm not adding to it. I'm just encouraging with my laughter. Most of, I mean, yeah. I'll say some things here and there to trigger it. But uh, we were there, we went over there for Easter, and he said something. I, I, I made some comments and started laughing, so he kept going. And then the mother-in-law gave this look. And then he looked at me. He's like, well, I'm going to pay for this later. I'm like, yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Karen's like, why do you keep doing that to him? I'm like, I do nothing. He just feels the need to talk. <laughs> That's funny. You set him up, though. <laughs> you remind me of fucking Super Troopers when they're like, the next person that says shenanigans is fired. And they're like, hey, Farber, what's that that, that that restaurant you like? Oh, shenanigans? <laughs> like, fucking, fucking seriously. <laughs> yep, that's me. I'm always, that, you know, when I worked, when I used to work in an office, something stupid would happen. You would just see everyone look at me, like, trying to, like, don't say nothing. I'm like the worst. Like if it's entertaining to me or uncomfortable, like if anything's like awkward or uncomfortable, that's where I'm like yeah. enjoying myself. 
That is That's just... like your comfort zone is like, I oh, like yeah. it living in that space. <laughs> oh, 100%. I'm like, the awkwardness and the people's reaction is priceless, man. But that's... <laughs> that's a I, have to, I can keep a pretty... I can do like a good Will Ferrell and keep a straight face as long as it's, it's so ridiculous that I'll just... In my head, I'm like, this is so dumb. That I can't believe that they believe that I'm really into it. You know, like that. Like I'll just go play along with it. I just love it, dude. You know, my, my problem. Favorite. My problem is this is my giveaway sign, which everyone's like siblings, Karen, everybody tells me, like, yeah, you get this smirk on your face, like something's about to be said or done. Yeah, they're like, we know you're thinking something because they're like, yeah. before I blurred out, but then people would get mad because you know. That would lead to uncomfortableness. My wife says I get a twinkle in my eye and I, I like get a little like pirate smile. <laughs> and she's like, that's when I know you're fucking with me. And, but most of the time she doesn't notice because she's not looking right directly at me when I'm fucking with her. So it takes a minute for her. My I get my wife all the time. Cause I'd just be joking around with her and she thinks I'm serious. And she turns around and she's like, Oh, you're so stupid. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, today we had a work meeting and then for some god awful reason, I don't know why, like corporate people are like, Hey, let's, you know, he, we got a new person starting. Let's go ahead and like everyone say something a little bit about yourself so they get to know you. <laughs> and I'm just like, You really do this? And like, are we doing this? <laughs> so they get to me. I'm like, you know, I hear and that, my exact words. My coworkers were dying laughing. I'm like, you know, I hear about my boring ass life. I worked here way too long. Uh, I'm here for the co- comedic relief. And that was all I said. And my boss yeah. is like, okay. <laughs> 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 yeah. I just like, I don't know why they feel the need to do that. But to go back to the college days, remember we had like that orientation day when you first started? Yeah. Took you around. And they're like, uh, for once again, similar situation. Whoever the guide was was like, uh, okay, let's introduce ourselves and then give our give an adjective with the uh, <laughs> letter of your first name. And so they get to me and I go, Sharif, S is for stupid. And S is for stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they just like everyone just like shut up. So the after it was done, the counselor the head person is like when you said that did you say that because i'm like because it was stupid pretty obvious <laughs> not me i'm not stupid this is stupid <laughs> this is for stupid because this is dumb <laughs> i i just don't understand the need man like just i don't know yeah it's like do you really want to know get to know me no and you just you know do you just want to know my name so you, you don't feel awkward when we're working together yes <laughs> it's like yep. just say that then well, we're not <laughs> we should of... all just wear name tags <laughs> <laughs> we're not a bunch of preschoolers man leave me alone that's how i felt today i was just like man we're really doing this huh and my coworkers knew like and i have this disdain for meetings like all meetings i just hate with a passion i'm just like if like you can yeah, write I don't a, miss you them. can write you can write <laughs> an email like it's fine Quick little email. This is what happened. Okay, thank you. But dude, I got so much done when I did work in a corporate environment. I got so much done with one good, well-crafted email, way more than you would get done in a, in a meeting full yep. of people, because one email could be you know sent to multiple people to tell everybody this is what's going on, this is where we're at, this is where we need to be. Let's do this. Or let's not do this. You know what I mean? And like, then it's a record, too, because then it's right there. Like, oh, check your email. There it is. Yeah, oh, it's a written fucking record. And then you can't say, oh, I didn't say that. Every meeting, there's always some asshole that said they didn't say that. And then so, whoever the record keeper was 
never wrote it down and everyone knows they fucking said the dumb shit yeah. But then later, like, there's no documentation of it. That's why I like e- emails. Everything's written down. You know what I said. I know what you said. And you can't go back it, and say you didn't say this. Or because I mean, let's face it, that's all corporate environment. Yeah, they is. they like to do everyone trying meetings. to save their ass. They like to have meetings about meetings. They're like, all right, let's have a meeting to talk about this meeting. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, tons of meetings about meetings. I'll let's like not be productive whatsoever. Yep. Like, okay, yep. sure, let's meet about it again. I'm like, we just went over this for like an hour or something. I don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't highly disdain for any meetings, and my boss knows it Dude, too. Dude, you know what? That's I, I listened to a lot of heavy metal when I was in um, the office environment because I, yep. I could listen to headphones. And I would just be in there, and I would just blast out like the hardest stuff I could find. Yep. Just to drown out just the nonsense that you would hear in an office, because you just like you just get so sick of hearing Betty answer her fucking phone for the millionth <laughs> time. You get so sick of hearing, you know, John tap his fucking pen all day, yep. and you just want to murder everybody. You know, Cubicles the, make people want to murder. You know what the funny thing is? Is my boss would always tell so like if someone like you know how office drama is, someone would report mm-hmm. somebody or whatever. He would always tell them yeah. it was me. That did it because <laughs> he's like, Oh, I know you wouldn't care, and they ain't gonna say nothing to you. So, I'm like, all right, exactly. Fair enough. Could I just curse someone out? Like, get the hell out of here. You're not missing anything with the uh office work. I, I, just, oh, no, I don't miss I, any of it. Absolutely, I did it for it. a long time, I did it for like 13 years, and then I'm done. I'm like, I don't think I could ever do a cubicle job again. I just, just shoot me, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm still doing it. I'm just like, whatever, man. It's just money. <laughs> like Mac Miller said, I, uh, Mac Miller said this in a song. He's like, fuck a nine to five. I'd rather end up dead or in jail. And that's like, this is how I feel. I don't think I could go back. I've been out of it for 10 years. Yeah. So I don't, I, I'm jealous. I mean, I've been a full-time artist for 10 years now and I, I don't think I could go back. I'm, I'm, no, I don't know. Like, I'm just, my, I can't yeah, do it. I'm going, that's my, my goal there is just like, all right, self-employed. <laughs> Hopefully, dude, I'm future. broken. Yeah, but you, dude, I'm the worst boss I've ever had. I don't give myself any time off. I work yeah. myself. Like as soon as we're done with this podcast, I'm gonna paint probably until midnight or one o'clock in the morning, and then I got to get up at like five to get people to school and everything, and do my thing, and then I'll be painting from you know eight o'clock. I'll be back home by eight, and I'll be painting from eight in the morning until whenever like two or something i get everybody it's just like i'm non-stop working i'm the worst boss i've ever had like seriously though like if i was to like write down on paper the stuff i do to myself and i told you that like another person did that to me you'd be like that motherfucker (laughs) fuck that guy you (laughs) shouldn't work for that piece of shit and you should quit you know what i mean like but that's what you do yourself so that's the only thing you got to prepare yourself for I think though, I think the satisfaction though for me would be like I would have like I think from a from a self-employed artist perspective is that well I know you have clients so I guess in a way they're kind of your boss sort of you get to kind of yeah kind of very they're more like patrons you know they're they're paying you to do a certain thing you know but you have to but yeah answer to someone somewhat but like uh, I think like I'd be fine like just pretty much killing myself <laughs> doing doing that work than like typical corporate thing where like you look at your boss and stuff you're like how the hell are you a boss like you don't know anything that's like oh, the dude, worst. I, yeah i w- worked in that environment and the not only did they not know anything they were super powerful and 
yep. they could like have people fired and hired and things change and stuff. And you're like, you're an idiot. And you didn't even barely get out of high school. How did you yep. become the boss of this place? Like, you're yeah, a it's, moron. It's funny. Like, I don't you think, don't even know anything. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm not, I, and there's, don't get me wrong, there's smart people who don't have college degrees and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. like the people that don't have college degrees end up being my bosses that aren't, aren't the smart ones. <laughs> Where I was just like, no. okay. I remember once it's like, uh, I asked my boss, he's kind of smart in the con game thing. He would just tell someone he went to University of Illinois. He never said he graduated. Yep. I'm just like, he said something. And I go, what was your major? This one time, he's like, oh, I never graduated. It's like, what the hell? I'm like, didn't you tell, you tell everybody you went there? And he had, like, the U of I, like, decor in the office and stuff. He's like, well, mm-hmm. he's like, you just got to say you went there. They just assume you graduated. I'm like, Man, yeah, I, went, I, I worked in a whole fucking building for those people full yep. of coulda, woulda, shouldas. And I didn't go to school, but I, sh- I wish I would have and yep. all this stuff because I worked in a factory. You know, but I was in the the office part of it doing graphic design. But like, there was a lot of people in there that like looked down on me because I did go to college, and they're all pissy. My boss himself was so pissy that I had a degree and he didn't. Dude, he found any way to give a backhanded like yeah, insult yeah. to me that he could. Like, he just went out of his way to just insult me, and I'm just like fuck you dude like i'm sorry i went to school the only reason right. i went to school is because my mom made me <laughs> yeah you know dude. what i mean like my mom forced me to go to college bro like or i would have been just like you i wouldn't have went either yep you know it's like <laughs> that's how I, I, did, I, I did not want to go to college which i tell people like, i know it's funny i don't know how it is for for you but i'm like i ain't not i'm not scared of nobody but i'm like i ain't gonna get my mom mad <laughs> yeah uh, I'm like, no, I'm still scared of her, but my mom's kind of crazy anyway. She's, I mean, she's got to carry and conceal and all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, that's the one we want. I'm, I'm scared of my wife and I'm scared of my, my mom. They don't even have to do anything. They just nope. look at you in a certain like, way, and you know you're fucked. Yep. You know, you're just like, oh shit. People were laughing. I'm like, it's true. I'm like, oh, I talk crap to say like a Brock Lesnar type dude, <laughs> and not even have any ounce of fear. But then your mom or your wife's mad. You're like, ah, fuck. Because <laughs> you know you have to live with them, and you're like, yep. "Oh, that's a whole nother can of worms," you know. <laughs> if anyone says you're not scared of your moms or wives, we don't believe you. You guys are liars. Well, I mean, let's face it. That's why people troll on the internet because yep. there's anonymity, and that's why people road rage because there's a little bit of of or they feel safe because they're in a car. You know, there's a little bit of. It's, they feel safety, you know, yep. but it's just like, you know what I mean? Most people don't fucking insult people face to face that much. Right. I see it on the internet and TikTok all the time. These crazy Karens and stuff like insulting yep. people. I <laughs> wish that shit would happen to me. Yep. I, say that I would pray. Dude, I would have so much fun with a Karen. I would have so much fun. I would have so much fun. I wouldn't even be mean to her. I'd be, nope. I would have so much fun. I would ask her so many questions. <laughs> I would be so ha- nicely annoying that it would just be like, tell me more about your, your troubles. <laughs> that just me and my beef with the Walmart greeter guy. That's the only one I always get into it. And it's like, he doesn't even do anything, and I start swearing at him. 
Like you, just, you just swear at the Walmart greeter. Yeah, like it's an old guy once he asked me for a receipt. He was just doing a job, but I of course turned it into this whole thing. Like, why are you fucking asking me for my receipt type of deal? So every time I see him, I'm like, oh, go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> go fuck yourself. It's like man. an old sixty year old guy too, and everyone's just like, man, why are you yelling at that guy? <laughs> go fuck yourself, man. Yeah, my brother lied. My brother's been there one time. He's like, holy shit, you do not like that guy. I'm like, no. I'm like, what do you do? I'm like, he asked me for a receipt once. He asked me for a receipt one time. Yep. <laughs> he did his job. Uh, you know, what do you do? He did his fucking job. That's what he did. Yep, he, he knows just, what he did. <laughs> he just tried to do his thing. Like, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. I saw your dumb ass. He's all like, okay. <laughs> you ask Larry what he did. He fucking knows what he did, yep. that motherfucker. <laughs> I'm, point. I'm like, fuck this guy, everybody. You see him? Fuck him. See him? <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> you know what I, he's going to ask you for? A fucking receipt. <laughs> <yep>. <laughs> I think, you know what I think it was, too? I think all I went to Walmart that day was for lawn bags. I don't know. Like, for lawn bags? <laughs> yeah, because we had to pay, you know, for the, them to pick up your lawn, your yard waste and all that. That's all I went. The guy asked me for the receipt. I'm like, I fucking really shoplifting it pack of two dollar lawn bag if i'm gonna shoplift i'm gonna take something else but once again he was just doing the job but me i just went on a whole different like tirade for no reason and i'm like <laughs> i just hate this guy so every time i see him i'm like i'm just gonna swear at him see what happens yeah i freaked out at fucking lowe's the other day because i go to lowe's to get my wood and i need it cut in half because the sheet's a four foot by eight foot sheet and I just need it half so I could fit it in my van. And I go back to the cutting. They have a cutting thing. And you go and you press this button. And it, like, goes over the intercom says, you know, somebody go to the cutting section. Right. I'm sitting back there. This motherfucker, who I know is in charge of the cutting section, walks by me, looks right at me, walks past me, doesn't say shit. I'm <laughs> sitting there. I'm like, okay, maybe he's got something to do or whatever. And then he walks back past me, looks right at me, like <laughs> noticeably looks at me, like yep. stares at me almost, <laughs> almost like I'm not going to cut your wood. Right. <laughs> and attitude, super attitude. I'm like, what's this guy's problem? And I sat there. Then I go hit that button again and it intercoms again. And I stand there and I just stare at the door where he went into. <laughs> and I'm just staring and leaning against this thing with my hand on my head. And he comes out, and I'm just staring at him. And he stares right at me, and he goes right past me again. I walk <laughs> all the way to the front of the fucking store, and I go to yeah. the big desk that has all the fucking managers and all the upper people that don't do shit, and they're also sitting there having their coffee in the morning, chit-chatting, having a little good meeting. And I, I come there pissed off. I'm like, who do I got to pay to get somebody to cut some fucking wood for me back here. <laughs> all of them jump up out of their seat, put their coffees down. They all start scrambling around. Somebody gets on the phone. Next thing you know, that little prick who just walked past me and stared me down comes all running, like running. All of a sudden, he's got urgency. And he's running. But this is the funny part. He's running, but he's got a phone in his hand now. Oh, and he's geez. got his phone up to his ear. And, and, he come, and he's acting like he's on the phone. And I'm like, this motherfucker wasn't on the phone a fucking second ago. <laughs> Fuck this guy. And then he comes back. He goes, sorry, I was on the phone. So sorry, sir, I was on the phone. And I go, you weren't on the fucking phone. I go, you walked past me three times, and you stared right at me. I go, are you going to cut this wood or not? And then I go, otherwise, I got a jigsaw out in my car, and I'll just go do it in the parking lot. And I go, this is bullshit. And then yeah. the guy goes, 
the guy goes, I'll cut it, sir. I'll cut it, sir. I'm like, God damn it. Like, why do you got to be a dickhead just to get something done? Like, dude, all you had to do is cut my wood in half. And now like, it takes that long, me too. Mug me. Oh, I hate people, dude. Yeah. No, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hey, we're going to do a podcast where we don't complain about nothing. We're complaining about I know. People. We're going to talk about metal. We barely talk about metal. We uh, talk about porn whatever. And, and college and shit. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Only five people listen. It's Laser's going to listen from Cheater Slick <laughs> and Rod Culture. Maybe two other people are going to listen. They'll so as long as those two people are, or three people are cool, we're good. Hey, we'll take suggestions on what you want us to talk about for sure. Yeah, if you want us to talk about something, fucking tell us. It might be another year before we record another one, but hey, we'll do it. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm more for doing. I, I mean, if you want to get them on a more of a schedule or like once a month or something, I'm. Done. I just gotta make myself do it. You know yep. what I mean? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good not with like that. against it. I just we got to make it happen. Like pick yeah. a day and like we're just old and we got stuff do- we're yeah. doing. So yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm down with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it up to you. We'll we'll do like a I don't yeah, know just like whatever. Best. Like I like doing them. I don't always like talking about art and stuff because sometimes I'm just like fucking over it. And I'd rather talk about oh yeah muscle your, cars, Bigfoots. That's and, like your uh, life twenty four seven. You know why I keep talking about it? That's when people ask me about work. I'm like I don't want to talk about work. <laughs> like the best you get yeah. is it was fine. I'm off the clock. I don't need to talk about work. So. I got it. Dude, I hate talking about work. I had, I went to, I, I used to work with this guy who was so against, like, when we went to lunch, he really meant this. We're not talking about work. And, like, when you work in an office environment, you know, if you go to lunch with a bunch of office people, all they talk about is the office gossip. And, the, and that's all they talk about. So when you went to work with this dude, you could not talk about that stuff. And if you did, you would get the fucking stare of death. Like, this dude would fucking end you. Like, he would end you. And it was just like, he would make it very uncomfortable for you. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, everyone just avoided it. But I love that guy because every time he came, I'm like, oh, God, good. I'm going to get to eat a meal without listening to everybody gossip. <laughs> dude, if you even brought up work, he'd just stop, put his, drop his fork. Drop it and look at you like fucking. Did you just say that? <laughs> like, are we gonna have a problem? Because <laughs> I'm ready to fuck up somebody. <laughs> He's also gonna catch these slapjacks right now, everybody. <laughs> I'm about ready to go cactus jack on somebody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> little hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> the funny thing is, like stuff like that happens. And I'm the one like staring right at the people. Like this is good. Let me see what happens. Where everyone else is trying to look away and not pretend like they didn't see yeah. what's going on. Not me. I'm all like, oh, I know what's happening. I'm acknowledging it. We need to see some action right now. <laughs> and like, part of me wanted to fuck with him, like, like mess with him back, but like, you nah. just, I just got, you just knew not to. Like, right, you just yeah. knew when you met this guy, it wasn't like he was going to hurt you. It's just like you didn't know what he was going to do. <laughs> it was like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what was going to happen, and I didn't want to find out. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're doing the over-under, like, well, it could possibly go as far as this. But then yeah, again, this could end bad for yeah. me. 
<laughs> that me, I'm already like, well, I'm fucked. Might as well see where it goes. Let's continue. <laughs> Let's ride this one out, man. Let's see what rain actually, I end up at. <laughs> actually, the move is to get that guy to focus on someone else. Like, I think that fucker said it right there. Check him out. <laughs> you got to deflect and then watch what happens. <laughs> I do that. That's a skill of mine, too. I'm like, yo, I, you said it, not me. They're all like, what? <laughs> Dude, I like getting people to say shit that they're like, wait a minute. I didn't say that. I'm like, yeah, you did. <laughs> we all know you were thinking it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a liar now. <laughs> you said what you said. <laughs> well, the next, next podcast, man, we're going to have to... We're gonna have to come up with some kind of theme. Some kind of we're gonna have to get somebody to, to give us some ideas for a theme or something. All right. I think when we post this <laughs> like one. Bigfoot or Loch Ness Monster or something, we know we could rock that. Oh, that that's like at least a five part series, without a doubt. Dude, all day. That's uh <laughs> Or ghosts. Dude, I could do a ghost podcast because I, I used to believe in ghosts and now I don't. Yeah, and I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Same. I really used to believe, and now I just don't because I'm like, there's too many cameras and shit out now. And if there yeah. really was ghosts, more people would be capturing them, and they're just not. And the ones that I do see are fake. Yeah, so it's just like 100%. they're just they just don't exist. And if they do exist, there's no way to really, I don't think, fucking talk to them or anything. You know what I mean? So it's like, nah, like so I'm just I mean, over it, kind of. But I think from my now standpoint, I'm a skeptic, and I'm looking at all this stuff more so on a skeptic side. I don't, and it's I don't just know, fun. Man. I don't know because I I look I watched a lot of like documentaries and ghost hunter shows and stuff on the other side, and now that I've came onto the skeptic side, I'm like, yeah, this stuff's bullshit. Yep, hundred <laughs> percent. Because it'd be like, did you hear that? And it's like, I'm like, they didn't say nothing. It's did you just hear that? Random noise. Your producer Joe behind the tree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like a random mumble or some sort of sound, and they'll be like, I think they said this person killed me in my sleep. I'm like, no, it just went. Ugh. That's all it did. <laughs> just went, and then they're all like slow mo it, and like distorting it, and like, eh, 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 eh. see, it's right yeah. there. I'm like, and, no, that's not. And then they they type the stuff across the screen, and then of course you think that's what it says because you're reading it, and it's a trick. Like it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a I don't trick. even like fall for that, and I'm like, I still don't hear it. I'm like, I know you're trying to tell me that's what they said, but I'm like, no. What I heard sense. was. <laughs> 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 to me, it's one of those like it's like kind of like the aliens type stuff. I'm like, man, these motherfuckers existed. They'd already be here. Like we all be like killed or something. Now I don't know about that one because that one I think just well, from what I'm I've been 50, 50. Read, uh, studying is is like because I'm really into UFOs and stuff. Think about this. They would have to be way more, so much more advanced than us to even get here from another right. galaxy. But they would have to be like, I'm talking like thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of years more advanced than us. Like it, t it would take a long time to get to the point where you can go planet to planet. Like we're right. barely, we're not even interplanetary yet. It makes sense. I almost wish we could do a video one so we could wear tinfoil hats. Yeah, 
Hey, we gotta figure out how to do that. I, w- I would be down for it. Hundred percent behind this. We're going. We're going. Aliens yeah, because then for- we were like, "Look, you have to listen to this. This is the two <laughs> idiots that are on here." You heard the end of the last podcast. We're going deep into this one. All right, next one's about UFOs. Yep, I'm writing it down. Deep. We're gonna we're gonna do it. It's gonna be great. <laughs> All right, I'm in. <laughs> I'm like, go Team Ramrod. <laughs> <laughs> team Ramrod. <laughs> From Super Troopers, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> <Too> far, <laughs> <laughs> you spit in my cola? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my two-liter of cola. <laughs> Who gets a two-liter of cola? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'll definitely have to do the fucking UFO one next time. Yeah, we're doing aliens next time, man. We're going to have, that's going to be fun. <laughs> this one is like metal and porn. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're like, what the hell are these guys talking about? Dude, who, who wouldn't listen to that? Somebody's going to listen to it and be like, this is dumb. Why did I listen to this? <laughs> <laughs> this is our fucking podcast. <laughs> like, what the f- Suckers! All right, brother, All right, man. Man, I'll talk to you. Later. All right, see you.